have you ever seen an animal called a camel? Or maybe you've seen a picture of a camel. If so, you'll know that camels have humps on their back. Do you know why they have a hump? Hello everyone, I'm Kathleen Pelly. Welcome to Journey with Story. Today's story is all about how the camel got that hump of his in the first place. It's called How the Camel Got His Hump and was written by Rudyard Kipling. Rudyard Kipling grew up in a country called India and is best known for his wonderful animal fables like this one. Let's take a journey with How the Camel Got His Hump. Now this is the next tale, and it tells how the camel got his big hump. In the beginning of years, when the world was so new and all, and the animals were just beginning to work for men, there was a camel, and he lived in the middle of a howling desert, because he did not want to work, and besides, He was a howler himself. So he ate sticks and thorns and tamarisks and milkweed and prickles, most scruciating idol. And when anybody spoke to him, he said, Humph! Just humph! And no more. Presently, The horse came to him on Monday morning with a saddle on his back and a bit in his mouth and said, Camel, oh camel, come out and trot like the rest of us. Humph, said the camel. And the horse went away and told the man. Presently the dog came to him with a stick in his mouth and said, Camel, oh camel, come and fetch and carry like the rest of us. Humph said the camel, and the dog went away and told the man. Presently, the ox came to him with the yoke on his neck and said, Camel, oh camel, come and plough like the rest of us. Humph, said the camel, and the ox went away and told the man. At the end of the day, the man called the horse and the dog and the ox together and said, Three, oh three, I'm very sorry for you, with the world so new and all, but that humph thing in the desert can't work, or he would have been here by now, so I'm going to leave him alone and you must work double time to make up for it. That made the three very angry, with the world so new and all, and they held a palaver and a ndaba and a punchette and a powwow on the edge of the desert. And the camel came chewing on milkweed, most scruciating idol, and laughed at them. Then he said, Humph! and went away again. Presently there came along the djinn in charge of all deserts, rolling in a cloud of dust. Djinns always travel that way because it is magic. And he stopped to palaver and powwow with the three. The gin of all deserts, said the horse. Is it right for anyone to be idle with the world's anew and all? Certainly not, said the gin. 
Well, said the horse, there's a thing in the middle of your howling desert, and he's a howler himself, with a long neck and long legs, and he hasn't done a stroke of work since Monday morning. He won't trot. Said the gin, whistling. That's my camel for all the gold in Arabia. What does he say about it? He says, humph, said the dog, and he won't fetch and carry. Does he say anything else? Only humph, and he won't plough, said the ox. Very good, said the gin. I'll humph him if you will kindly wait a minute. The gin rolled himself up in his dust cloak and took a bearing across the desert and found the camel most scrotiatingly idle, looking at his own reflection in a pool of water. My long and bubbling friend, said the gin, what's this I hear of your doing no work with the world so new at all? Humph, said the camel. The gin sat down with his chin in his hand and began to think a great magic while the camel looked at his own reflection in the pool of water. You've given the three extra work ever since Monday morning, all on account of your scruciating idleness, said the gin, and he went on thinking magic with his chin in his hand. Humph, said the camel. I shouldn't say that again if I were you, said the gin. You might say it once too often, Bubbles. I want you to work. And the camel said, Humph, again. But no sooner had he said it than he saw his back that he was so proud of, puffing up and puffing up into a great, big, lolloping humph. Do you see that? That you've brought upon your very own self by not working. Today is Thursday and you've done no work since Monday when the work began. Now you are going to work. How can I, said the camel, with this humph on my back. That's made a purpose, said the gin. All because you missed those three days. You will be able to work now for three days without eating, because you can live on your humph. And don't you ever say I never did anything for you. Come out of the desert and go to the three and behave humph yourself. And the camel humphed himself humph and all, and went away to join the three. And from that day to this, the camel always wears a humph. We call it hump now, not to hurt his feelings. But he has never yet caught up with the three days that he missed at the beginning of the world, and he has never yet learned how to behave. That camel was a very lazy fellow, wasn't he? No wonder the other animals got so annoyed with him. Have you ever been annoyed at someone who was so lazy you had to do all their work for them? Maybe you could write a story about that. If today's story painted any pictures in your mind, don't forget to draw them and send them to me. Cheerio then. Join me next time for Journey with Story. <laughs>